self-love is definitely a constant practice. And it's also something that I struggle with from time to time. But then when I come back to it, when I find my way home to myself, I remember just how incredible and how powerful it is. Welcome to A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. This podcast is a place of exploration to learn and grow from each other on the journey to becoming our best selves. My own journey has taken me from a decade-long corporate finance career to living in my dharma as a self-love coach. I help people move from an unfulfilled career to following their dharma into a meaningful and aligned career and life. Now let's dive into today's show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. And today's episode is all about self-love. And the reason why we're talking all about self-love is, honestly, this is the topic that has been most prevalent to me recently. And, and I'm hoping that some of the learnings I've been getting lately will help you. And I'll be honest with you, I, I've been going through a kind of a, I don't know, a rough patch, I guess we could call it. The last two months have been challenging. And I found that I was having a really hard time lately with being able to create content and be able to show up in the way that I wanted to uh, in terms of the podcast, in terms of Instagram, and and be able to speak to the things I wanted to teach. And a huge part of what was struggling about all this was this idea that like I wanted to be living up to the things that I am teaching about, right? Like taking a taste of my own medicine, I guess you could call it. And it felt like I was having a really hard time doing that. And and it's like, I have all these tools, but they're not working. And, and there was just this kind of frustration around that. And, you know, it's hard to admit that in some ways to say like, oh, I'm a self-love coach, but I'm like having a really hard time with being a self-love coach, you know? And it was interesting because I, I spent weeks just being really, really hard on myself, honestly. And it was just a lot of criticism and feeling like I wasn't good enough. And then, you know, it's kind of like self-perpetuating where it's like, I'm being hard on myself. And then I'm feeling like, oh, I can't do my job because I'm being hard on myself and rinse and repeat, which is wild. And it's interesting because what took me to get out of it was really someone else helping me realize just how hard I was being on myself. And it's, you know, oftentimes the thing that we are here to help others with is the thing that we struggle with the most ourselves. And I I want to be honest about that. You know, self-love is definitely a constant practice. And it's also something that I struggle with from time to time. And but then when I come back to it, when I when I find my way home to myself, I remember just how incredible and how powerful it is. 
And then it reminds me of why I do what I do. And so that's, I think, the the journey that I've been on lately is this feeling of how can I step back in to self-love and care for myself? And so I want to talk a little bit today about the journey that I've been taking recently and around coming back to self-love because it is something that I've had to do, I feel like, many times at this point. And there, there's just these times where it's like we run off track or or we've been off track, honestly. That was definitely the start of my journey was that I didn't have a good relationship with myself at all for most of my life. And when I started to change that relationship to myself to be more of my best friend, I realized the power in that. But there's been certainly times over the last few years where that has kind of fallen by the wayside. And and I feel like the last two months were definitely the same type of feeling where I was like, oh, I've fallen off track and I had to pull myself back to myself, right? And, you know, I, I two weeks ago, I was sitting here trying to record an episode and I really just couldn't do it because it just wasn't feeling kind of in line with, with who I was being, right? And so I feel like now I, I'm starting or I've been on the journey of coming back to this place of self-love And so that's what I want to share with you right now. And so when it comes to the first thing I want to talk about is that when it comes to self-love, it is having an awareness of the fact that you are not being very kind to yourself, that your relationship with yourself has been suffering. And oftentimes for me, that has come through having someone kind of point it out to me. Uh, you know, I, I am very fortunate of having really wonderful people in my life that I feel comfortable opening up to who have kind of set me back on track sometimes. Uh, but maybe this podcast episode can be that wake up call for you today, too. Like, I'd love for you to take a moment and ask yourself, like, how have I been treating myself lately? Have I been my own best friend or have I been my own worst enemy? Because we we toggle between the two all the time, right? It's a constant work in progress to not be one's worst enemy. And, and it's a hard journey to get there. And so awareness is always the first step of noticing, hey, I've been so hard on myself lately. You know, it's it's interesting because we want to imagine that being hard on ourselves is helping us, but the opposite is true, right? When you are already having a hard time and then you're doubling down on the negative and saying negative things to yourself about the hard time you're having, well, that's just making yourself feel worse. And I think we have this, this thought that it's, it is good for us, like it, it's tough love, it's going to keep us moving forward. But I feel like there's only so far that we can get with that kind of mentality. And I mean, to be fair, some people get really far with that mentality, but I feel like that's a very hard journey to go down, right? I I feel like it's hard. If, if that's your only method of being, then it's really a struggle to keep that ball rolling. And I don't know, I, I feel like 
I was doing that for the last decade, <laughs> if not longer. And and it got it did get me very far, but I it also was very wearing on me, you know, and I I think about that a lot now about how how well am I taking care of myself and how well am I being like a, a parent to myself, one that is trying to take care of me. And and I think that's so important. And so the next thing that I found very helpful after realizing just how hard I'd been on myself is is opening up about it. And I think that vulnerability is one of the bravest things and most incredible gifts that you can give yourself is being able to find people that you do feel comfortable with first and foremost, but be capable of of sharing what's really going on with you to those people. And oftentimes, I think we're we're bottling up inside like what's really going on with us. And I feel like that was definitely a huge part of the journey that I was experiencing over the last two months was just this bottling up, this feeling that I had to hold it all together, like no one can see how much I'm struggling, like I don't want anyone to know. And, and that was not serving me. It was harming me, right? Because something that I've been noticing is the fact that when we're not processing what we're going through and we're just holding it inside, it is causing us to physically tense up, emotionally tense up. And I feel like it, in the end, it ends up causing harm to our well-being physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I want us to notice that how is how is that really manifesting in your body of holding on so tightly to the things that you don't that that are harming you, right? And you know, I I often find like my stress sits in my shoulders all the time or in my neck. But then recently it was like sitting in my hips. It was like my hips were like super tense and I was having a hard time doing yoga recently and I felt like everything was just like tightening up, like my whole body was just stiff, stiffening up. And it was interesting because as I have been coming back to myself, I can physically feel the relaxation also occurring. And and it's it's crazy to think of like when we're holding all those things inside of ourselves, I feel like there is long-lasting pain that we end up experiencing physically because of that holding on mentally. And so I want to encourage you to find someone that you do feel comfortable with, whether it be a friend or a therapist or a coach or someone that that you feel comfortable sharing that vulnerable side of you, like talking through those pains that are sitting with you. Because I feel like that's a huge part of all of our journeys is the ability to to open up, to see that we're not so alone, to not feel like we have to go through this journey alone. And, you know, it's everything that we're going through. I'm certain that someone else has struggled in the way that you are struggling. And, and it's important to be able to voice that, to give it the voice that it needs to express it. And, and on top of that, I think it's really important to surround ourselves with good people and with positive messaging, especially when you're going through a hard time, right? 
it's maybe not tuning into the news, not watching things that are kind of negative or dramatic or stressful, right? Like, how can you surround yourself with positive messages, with things that are going to reinforce the good in you and the good in others? And I think it's really important to have that kind of surround sound of positivity around you because that is what will help you kind of move out of those times when you're feeling kind of stuck and down. And it's like, sometimes we literally need people to like pull us, lift us out of where we are. So I hope that you are able to find that for yourself. And something I want to make note of, which was highlighted to me when I was talking to a friend recently, is this idea of escapism. And I feel like we have this tendency, right, to kind of like tune out. It's like when things are hard, we just want to shut down and pretend that they're not happening. And maybe it's, you know, watching TV or listening to music just like drowning ourselves out, right? It is that I don't want to hear what's going on inside my head. And I just want to have this ability to just escape what's going on in my life. And I feel like, yes, there is a time for that where sometimes it's like you you need to just tune out. And I completely respect that. I certainly have done that. I feel like I was doing that uh, when I was going through all this. But there comes a point where escaping your problems is not helping you. It is not serving you at the end of the day. And that is what I was finding. I was like, you know what? As much as I love watching Ted Lasso, which shout out to Ted Lasso, been completely hooked on it lately. But I can't just tune out my life and just watch Ted Lasso all day long. I need to actually work through what is really bothering me right now. And so that was a huge thing for me recently was not escaping from the things that were bothering me, but actually giving them the space and and the presence to to talk about them, to journal about them, to, to say, hey, I am having a hard time and I don't need to struggle through this alone. So I I feel like, you know, as much as we want to just escape, there is a certain amount of how can when you're ready. How can you give yourself the space to actually talk and think and, and, you know, address what is really going on for you? And so that was a huge important thing for me uh, is that I had to stop kind of tuning out and tune in instead. And that to me is, is a huge form of love to myself is really actually addressing what is going on and what is coming up for me. And it's interesting because, you know, many, some of my friends who I am very close with and I do try and share a lot with, they were like, hey, I had no idea that this was going on for you, you know? And and it's interesting because I definitely personally have a tendency to hide, right? Or, you know, and I think it's it's a natural thing for all of us to want to do is this, to have this perfect veneer, right? To have this mask on that says, everything's fine. I'm great. Everything's perfect. And it's like when they, when I stepped beyond that, they were like, oh, I had no idea this is going on for you, you know, because I have kind of perfected that ability to, to put on a happy face, to make everything seem okay when it's not feeling okay. So 
I invite you to really step beyond your mask if that's being put on right now and and tell someone that like, no, I'm not doing okay. I'm struggling and I'm having a hard time and addressing that. Okay, so the next thing around self-love, so that was kind of the external like people, right? But then what's going on for you inside? And so I think a huge part of coming back to self-love for me is really like addressing the ways in which I need to take care of myself. And I said this a little earlier, but I like this idea of almost like acting as your own parent. So I think of it as mothering myself. So if I'm acting as my own mother, what would I do? Well, I would, you know, make sure that I'm getting enough rest. I would prioritize my own needs. I would make sure that I am doing the things that actually uh, are taking care of myself. So for me, it was prioritizing sleep again because I was not sleeping and, and it, or I wasn't sleeping well. And it's not just that, it's that for me, I find personally that it is really important for me to go to bed earlier because uh, there's studies that say that like between like 10 to 12, there's like certain um, things that occur in your rest, like when you sleep in those hours that really nourishes you. And for me, I have found that to be true. And so I may not get to bed quite at, at 10, but like trying to go to bed on the earlier side is really important because I feel like I get better rest. And so one thing for me was actually making sure that like I was prioritizing my own rest, you know, that I was I was maybe not spending time with friends um, or doing one more thing. Or really my biggest thing is is trying to get one more task done, right? And saying, you know what? It's okay that that task is not getting done because right now I need to prioritize my rest. So that is a huge, a huge one for me. Another is, is really finding the things that give me fuel. So for me, it's it's coming back to my practices. And I had always been doing some form of my practices, but giving myself the space to really take that time for myself and, and prioritize that. So for me, it is meditation and uh, my yoga practice are super important to me and, and help me come back to myself. So one of the things I've been doing is different forms of meditation that are kind of fueling like lovingness to myself. So forms like loving kindness meditation or the, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Ho'oponopono. Um, it's a uh, mantra from Hawaii that uh, it goes... I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So that that's a great one. Um, but whatever version of that where you're kind of feeding yourself like positive messaging, I find that very helpful. And it's interesting because I had been doing some form of this a while ago and then I had stopped. And I feel like when I stopped is kind of when all these like negative thoughts started creeping in. Right. And so it really comes down for me, at least, to a real practice of saying kindness to myself is the way that I show my come back to self love and I perpetuate kindness to myself. 
And the beauty of all of this practice is that you find more kindness towards other people in the process. You know, it's like on an airplane, like you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can put it on others. And so it's it's really important to address the fact that like we need to find more loving kindness to ourselves before we can give that to other people. And and another thing that I think is really important, at least in my my own journey, which maybe this will be helpful to you as well, is slowing down. And I feel like especially in this modern age, like we're constantly moving, we're constantly doing. And one of my biggest struggles is like my to-do list is like forever long, never ending. And sometimes it like feels like it's literally crushing me. And and I've had to recently realize that adding or creating this giant list of what I have to do today is not serving me. It's not serving me by saying like, you must get this laundry list done or else, right? Because that's what causes me to stay up too late and, you know, not get enough sleep and then not have enough time for my practice. You know, like it's all kind of this revolution or evolution of not serving myself, right? And so for me, it is really making sure that I am saying like, what is really important? And maybe it is lately, honestly, what I've been doing is saying like, what is the one thing that I really want to get done today? And focusing on that one thing and then moving on to the next. And if I have time, but it is having the flexibility to say, like, also, if that one thing didn't even get done, like, that's okay, right? Like, that is loving ourselves. That is caring for ourselves is saying, like, I'm doing the best I can. And and sometimes I fall short of what I want for myself for today. But that's okay. Like, I am doing the best I can. And it is it is having that respect and that love for ourselves to not uh, hold ourselves to the this like laundry list expectation because it's self-inflicted oftentimes, right? To say like, I need to get all of these things done. That's what's so funny about a lot of this, like when I reflect on it, is like so much of my pain is so self-inflicted because I'm putting on those deadlines. Like I'm creating those. Obviously, like with work in your job, like you are having certain deadlines that are being inflicted on you. But I would be surprised if a lot of it was not self-inflicted, right? There's a lot of things that we're trying to do that are just for ourselves. And it is saying, what is actually important to me? Like, what can I realistically actually get done in a day? Am I actually telling myself that I need to get 20 things done when realistically I can only get three done? And trying to get through 20 is just crushing me and causing me to be hard on myself and and inflict that that kind of self-criticism all the time. And it can be so cyclical, which is what I was experiencing, where it was just like, and another day, and another day of me not getting the things I want to get done accomplished. And so that's really where it comes down to, is how can we stop these cycles where we are creating harm for ourselves and start creating cycles that support us, right? So, you know, right now it's like I'm in a cycle of how can I 
you know, still continue prioritizing my rest? How can I prioritize my practices so that they can support me in doing the things that I want to do? And it is it is filling my own cup in order to then show up as the person I want to be and serve others. So that's really what it's been coming down to is really loving on myself and taking care of myself and, you know, looking out at what I have ahead of me and saying, does this serve me or does it not? So it's not about being selfish, but it is about having care for ourselves so we can do all the things that we want to do. It is like creating the foundation in which the rest of your life can can operate on. And, and it's having a, that strong foundation allows you to do more. You know, it allows you to, to create and, and show up in your life in the way that you want to. And I think that's why, to me, self-love is so important. And since I've, I've discovered the gift that is self-love, it's like my life has transformed into this beautiful thing where I get to create what I want in my life and and show up in the way that I want to and be the person that can support others and be there for others. And I couldn't do that without self-love. So I hope that this is helpful to all of you. So I feel like the core of it is really taking a good hard look at whether or not your habits are supporting you because that's that is often the thing, right? Is it's like cycles of us doing on repeat things that are not serving us. So really taking a look at like, are your habits supporting you? Are the things in your life supporting you? Are the people in your life supporting you? And at the end of the day, are you supporting you? Are you making choices that are actually bringing you closer to yourself? Or are you bringing, making choices that are taking you farther away from, from yourself and caring for yourself. So I would say if you are realizing that you are struggling with self-love, you know, the again, the first step is, is realizing it. The second step is opening up about it. And then it's it's about what you are putting in your life. So it's all about making sure that like, am I bringing in things that are serving me, that are helping me, that are giving me the life that I want to be living, that are um, supporting, that are caring for myself. That's really what it comes down to. So I hope that this was helpful. And it's definitely a different episode for me to be sharing some of the struggles I've been going through. But I think it's so important because self-love to me is the most important thing at the end of the day. It is. It really is that foundation that has been so serving to me to build the life that I want to be living. And so I hope that you can take some of the ideas from this episode and incorporate them into your life to find the space to prioritize yourself and your needs. And as always, I'm here for if you need support to um, to find that self love to help you reconnect with yourself. That is what I think is so important in this world. So I hope today you can find a little more love for yourself. Take care of yourselves, my friends. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of A Way of Thinking. If you love this episode, please hit the follow button and share this episode with a friend. I hope some of the beautiful wisdom shared today resonates with you and perhaps creates some change in your way of thinking. If you are looking for support in your journey, book a free dream job discovery session with me. Take the first step into following your dharma by clicking the link in the show notes. Remember that I believe in you and I am so excited for the day that you believe in you too. Let's continue learning and growing together.